Welcome to What's Life? What is life? Who knows? We'll find out through the wondrous Bible that is that's life. The most trusted source. The most trusted the source. The most trusted source. As I'm sure we're about to become intimately familiar with. We will be. It won't take very long, I don't think, either. Oh, boy. So, my guinea pig here. Hello. Palmer. That's me, yes. That's you. Is going to be subjected to the stories that I read out. And I'm Paul McWhorter. There it is. I was like, and, and who are you? Sorry. <laughs> um, we yeah. We get there in the end. We do. So, this is a weekly magazine mm. that... I can't believe there's that much content out there. Honestly. I know. It it has a readership of over 700,000, which That's, blows um, me away. I don't... See, I'm honestly... I'm torn. Like, is that... I don't know what, what magazine... Re- like, it's 2018. Who reads magazines I at know. all? So, I, I guess it is very impressive in that sense, because, like, I... I mean, I used to be, like, Rolling Stone and stuff, but I haven't bought a magazine. Everything's on the internet. Yeah, exa- I, that's what I don't understand about this, and there's so many stories in this. It's old people. It's the, yeah, the, just old people who don't know how to use the internet, Yeah, and for all, sure. generally all of these stories are just ripped from the internet is it, and then rewritten in their own words. Is it one of those ones where they offer money if you, like, send in yes, stories? Yes, Okay. Yes, <gasps> so this is something... So at some point we need to make up a story. We are going to do this. Absolutely. We're going to game this system. All right, well, let's, let's familiarise ourselves with the stories. So... I'll start off with one. Sure. That is entitled Leatherectomy. Leatherectomy. So this one... Oh, can so I... Hang on, let me... Leatherectomy. Yeah, do, do I'm going to take a, a guess? stab at based on that headline. Does it involve someone getting a shoe stuck up their ass? I wish. That would be great. That would be great. So this... Probably I, not for them, I but... I guess <laughs> this one is in the kind of... There's, there's very different stories in this. There's, you know, stories of trials and tribulations. Sure, yep. There's health stories mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like this one. Um, there are just bizarre stories as health, well. Health, yep. Ectomy does suggest that there's some yes. kind of health element to it. So this is a short one. I thought we'd start off kind of easy. Let's ease into it, absolutely. And we'll lead our way into it. So here is leatherectomy. All right. When Anuj Ranjan was 16... He was riding pillion on a scooter when they were hit from behind by another bike. He was riding what, sorry? Pillion. So that's the passenger on the back of the bike. Oh, that's what pillion means. I've never heard yeah, that before. Yeah. Okay. I'm learning. I've already there learned you something. You've already learned something in the first This is sentence. life, Paul. This, this is, is life. life. And what is it? This is this life. This is. This is life. Learning. Its kickstand entered my abdomen, Anuj remembered. Okay. Anuj was stitched up, but a few weeks later, he developed a fever and a chest pain. Yep, I think I know where this is going. An x-ray revealed patches on his left lung. So doctors diagnosed tuberculosis and Anuj was put on on medication for 18 months. Wow, okay. Okay. Pretty serious from a kickstand to the gut. Yes. When he didn't improve, Anuj's parents asked for a second opinion. Surgery was needed, but by then Anuj was so sick it was too risky. Finally, four years after the accident, Dr. K.K. Pandey... Had no choice but to fake operate. Name. <laughs> I, f- I feel like it is. Hey? Sounds like yeah. a fake name. KK Panda. KK Panda. Yeah. <laughs> well, sounds like a restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> it does sound like a restaurant, doesn't it? It totally sounds yeah. like a restaurant. <laughs> Not a very good one either. No, Chris Kringle Panda. That's what it is. <laughs> While cleaning the infected portion in the chest, I pulled out a small piece of leather, and mm-hmm. minutes later, I pulled out a long piece of leather belt. He said. So he had part of his belt in him. This is four years he had. Fuck, how do you miss that? Hope that they sued that first guy. Yep. It's thought the belt must have entered Anuja's body during the scooter accident mm. and migrated up into his chest, mm. becoming lodged between his lung and his heart. That's extremely dangerous. How crazy is that? 
that's the end of the story. I reckon that happened. Yep. Yes. Yeah, because I feel like some of these are going to be, a b- lot but of I these, reckon. Oh. Yes. I. I, f- I buy that. Yeah, I buy that one too. Like, so this one is definitely just one that they've grabbed off the internet. This isn't one that you get paid yeah, for. Because how do they like? I mean, do they have to credit sources for this? I mean, I guess. I it's guess dodgy. it's just on the internet. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Well, with it. I, I guess as long as you rewrite it yourself and it's not plagiarized. I suppose. Yeah, um, which is what's so strange about it. So there's like just so just as a as a whole thing. Yep. Just to explain a little bit of of what this kind of what this section of the magazine is. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Sure. You did hear the story about the woman who put in all like thirty contact lenses. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah, on top yeah. of each other. That's one of the stories in this. Okay. Yeah, it's in so okay, yeah. It's it's that kind of thing. Just but like I thought that funny little things from all around the world. Insane. Or oh, just all body based, like Yeah, it's pretty like body shots. Yeah, I can see like that. that. I can see yeah. a headline. Yeah. So so that's that's just a little taste. That you, well, hey, it's uh Mm, tastes leathery. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you'd be able to taste it for four years as well, wouldn't you? Yep. All those taste buds in my chest. <laughs> yes. oh, uh, it just, uh, that no, just freaks me out. It's it's no good. Uh, no, it's, it's not. Look, it, yeah, I, I'm i curious because obviously like these stories come from all around the world, like where that happened as well. Yeah, like so that's the other thing. Yeah, it, it doesn't, doesn't say. even tell you. It's yeah. just like I guess you can just – you could try and – you could be a bit racist and try and guess with his name Anuj Ranjan – but well, look, we're not going. There are people of all cultural backgrounds all around the world. He, he could, he could be, he it could, could be have been in New Zealand. It could have been next door to where we are right now. It could have been. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, with a name like KK Pandey, I hope it's, I hope it's in Melbourne. Oh yeah, I hope it is. I want to see that doctor. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> he sounds like he knows what he's, what he's doing. Like he look, was the one who found it four years later. He or know? she uh, succeeded where others had failed. I think so. Yes. Much respect to KK Panday. Yes, much respect. <laughs> uh, he he knows how to. You spring roll, do a mean spring roll too. Yes, I hope so. Yeah. Oh, now that feels racist. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we we did speculate it could be a restaurant. True. Yes. So you know that's what that is. That was the reference I was making, but also even to assume it was an Asian yes. restaurant is like oh yeah. Let's move on. Let's move on. What else we got? So the next story. This one is very cringeworthy. Oh, boy. This one is a we pay cash for your stories one. Okay. So, this is what we're going to How much cash do they pay, by the way? It's It depends on how long it is, I okay. believe. So, All right. But it's around like 50 to 100 bucks. Sure. For a story. Be nice to make money off this podcast. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> I know. Well, I am also, um, as people who are aware of this magazine, it has puzzles in it that you can win money oh, and yeah, prizes yeah, yeah. for. I, I love a good I puzzle. I enter all of them. Hell yeah. If I win anything, I will give it away on the podcast. Abs- oh, as a man. prize. Very good. Yeah. Very yeah. good stuff. I'm I'm really going hard on a on a set of steak knives at the moment. So <laughs> yeah, we'll see how we go. We'll see how uh, we go. Good stuff. So our next story is a bit of a longer one. Yep. This one is called I Became a Stalker. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um I'd I'd say most people who become stalkers go through a phase in which they become stalkers yes, it's, no I, one's born a stalker I think that's how it works isn't it you start stalking someone and you're like, and hey, that's like I guess I'm a stalker I now I guess I'm a stalker you now. engage in the act of stalking yeah so this is uh, sent in by a man named Adam who's 33 okay and uh, he cringes when he thinks back on his high school crush so so this is this 33 year old man presumably telling a story that when he was in high school he stalked his crush yes okay look yes. that's obviously not going to condone that but doesn't sound that insane to me yet. Like, yeah. no good, no good. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
let's let, let's get into okay, it. Okay, right. we'll see how hmm. we go. Do you think maybe it will be more crazy than I think it will? Hmm. It could be. Hmm. It could be. Interesting. Interesting. So, it starts with, "Do you want to come to my house after school?" My mate Tom asked. So this is obviously. Adam telling the story. Yes. So, do you want to come to my house after school? First person perspective. It is, yes. Yep. So, his mate Tom asked that. He asked, sorry, Adam asked, will Kelly be there? Oh, Kelly. Don't know why, Tom said, puzzled. Just wondered, I replied quickly, worried he was on to me. Oh. Tom and I were both in year eight while his sister, Kelly, was three years older. Oh, an older lady. Yes. From the minute... From the minute I met her, I'd been smitten. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She was pretty and her impressions of the teachers at school made me laugh. If I saw a couple holding hands, I'd imagine it was me and Kelly. And if I saw her at school, I'd try to make sure we cross paths. Mm-hmm. It's kind of kind of meet cutie at the Look, moment. It's he's trying to force it, obviously. He is, and yes. that's like he's man, obviously he, infatuated by yes, Kelly. Clearly, and hey, moment. it happens. It happens. I understand. Nothing it. wrong with it so far. Yeah, I understand it. She didn't really hang around with us, though. Well, she's three years older. It makes sense. You're just the kid. You're, oh, yeah. when you're in high school, three years is. Is, is decades. Difference. It's a huge Feels like nothing now in our 30s, but like at the, t- at the time, oh. At the time, for if, sure. If he was, what, year eight, that's 14, she would have been 17. Yeah. That's a massive that's difference, a particularly difference, at that yeah, age. When you uh, think about that, yeah. And, uh, and women tend to mature quicker than, than, yes. than men yeah. so she, like, during those years. Probably mentally, she's probably at least five years oh. older than him, at least. Out of his league in all imaginable ways. Yes. Now, let's yes. hear what he, has to, what he does about that. So, when I went over to Tom's... We'd play on the computer and she'd be, she'd be in her room listening to music. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then, when I got to Tom's that day, she was watching TV with a boy from her year. Ooh. Sean. Bloody Sean. Well, it, it, it makes sense that she'd want to hang out with boys her own age. It maybe makes sense. Even, maybe even older, but, yeah. but probably not a 14-year-old. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> My heart sank and I felt a stab of jealousy. Has Kelly got a boyfriend? I asked Tom. I think they're mates, Tom said, not very interested in her sister's lo- in his sister's love life. Fair, yeah. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Kelly can't, see- can't start seeing Sean. I panicked. Oh, no. The thought of them pashing was just <laughs> too awful. <laughs> the, okay, hang and on. And this is a 33-year-old yeah, saying passion. No, because I know like that's sort of, uh, if we have any international listeners, uh, hello. Good day. Uh, but... Pash is a very Australian term for, uh, for like, you know, kissing with tongues. Yes. Uh, like, making out. Like, really getting hot really and heavy. Getting into it. Um, yes. I've never been a fan of it. I think it's a weird term. Yeah, Pash is a weird term. Yeah, yeah. it just sounds... I think at our age as well, like, it was kind of a little bit, like, bit home and away. Yeah, maybe. maybe. And I, I feel like it, it's sort of a real, like, heartbreak high kind of, like... Yes, yes. Definitely. But I think, like, maybe... Um, I, I can imagine Drazik going for a pass. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, Drazik yeah. loved a pass. He loved a good pass. Um... But I've, yeah, I've never been... The same thing like yeah, the other term, pash rash, which is, you know... Pash rash, yeah, that's a weird one. Yeah, which, from what I understand it, I've never experienced it, but I think it's... Uh, girls get it when they make out with dudes, their, the facial hair, like yes. stubble or whatever. Yes, yes. Rubs on their faces. Um, I have a full beard, so I don't think I've ever done... Like, it gets soft at that length, so I, it's fine. I definitely have, like, because yeah. I just get the prickly stubble, yep. so I've definitely given You've it given before. pash rash. I've given pash rash. Mm. Can tick that one off my list. <laughs> well done, well done. <laughs> The point is, Pash, not a great term, not a great in term. my opinion. Not a big fan of it. But anyway, he doesn't want them to Pash. No, he doesn't. He's concerned. So, 
I want, if I wanted to tell Kelly my feelings, I had to do it fast. Mm-hmm. The, the idea of doing it face to face was mortifying though. I'll send her a note, I thought. Dear Kelly, I typed on my dad's computer. You better not fucking pash that dude or I'll bash that dude. <laughs> oh. You pash, he typed, he you typed. pash, I bash. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Make your choice, Sean. <laughs> Dear Kelly, I typed on my dad's computer. I think you're pretty, really pretty and I really like you. Good start. Probably but, not going to work that well for you, but no. it's, it's fine. But when I got to signing my name, I panicked. Mm-hmm. I'll leave it blank and tell her later, I decided. Okay, um, I can see uh, an issue with that, but okay. Yeah. Maybe if she knew someone else liked her, she might not bother with Sean. How does she know it's not from Sean? It could be. That's the other thing. It's Like, so maybe weird. they're just friends, and this makes her think it's Sean, and this pushes them together. Exactly. He's really... I, he's potentially fucked this yes, from the get-go. I reckon so. It's I almost like so. 14-year-olds are a bit stupid. Yeah. Who'd have thunk? <laughs> a little bit immature emotionally. Yeah, just a tad. Just a tad. So, uh, if you're 14 and listening, you're dumb. Yeah, you're dumb. No offence, but you're dumb. You'll get there, don't You'll worry. get there. You'll, You'll get will. there. All in time. All in time, young 14-year-olds. Also, stop listening to this podcast. Inappropriate for 14-year-olds. <laughs> at least give it a year. <laughs> give, it, give it to yeah, you. This, 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 is, this podcast is rated MA15+. MA for mature plus. audiences only. <laughs> And you're not, you're a dumb 14-year-old. You can't even listen to it with a guardian. No, absolutely not. not. allowed. <laughs> anyway, what did, uh, what did he, Adam is his name? Adam. Yes. So, so what did 14-year-old Adam do next? Dropping my note in Kelly's mailbox, that sounds like a euphemism. Euph- absolutely, sounds like a euphemism. I felt nervous, but when I next saw her, she was sitting with Sean. Mm. I'll send her another note, I thought. Hi, Kelly. I saw you at school today, I typed. You were eating lunch with Sean. I still really like you. Okay, so now at least uh, this note is establishing that it's not Sean. Mm-hmm. So this is a step a, in the right step direction. In the right direction. This time, I put a little teddy bear keyring in the envelope, Ugh. hoping she'd like it. Okay. For the next couple of months, I wrote a note once a week. Sometimes I told her I'd liked her outfit, or that I'd seen her reading a book. And liked it too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I left chocolate bars, a heart-shaped fridge magnet. I think I'm beginning to see where this stalker bit came from because he's obviously like watching and commenting like, hey, I saw you doing this. Hey, I know you like this thing. It's like he's ob- making it quite clear that he's watching her. Yes, yes, definitely. So I left chocolate bars, a heart-shaped fridge magnet and a CD of a love song. Just a single love Just song. Just a single love song. Doesn't say which one it is though? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Okay, uh, I'm going to say it's Every Breath You Take. Oh, my God. By the police. Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) I reckon that's what it is. That's really good. I like that. Would you describe that as a love song? Mm, It can be construed as one. Well, I feel like that's one of those songs that a lot of people have at their wedding. Yeah. Because it does sound like, you know, it's like, oh, I'll be with you forever. But it is, in no uncertain terms, a song about stalking. Yes. Like, it... It's not even like, oh, joking, like, oh, it sounds like it's about... No, it is just about... In the same way that um, Don't Stand So Close To Me is about a, an inappropriate relationship between yes. a teacher and a student. Oh, man, I love that song. Oh, yeah. Fucking but, great oh, band. As soon as I heard what the lyrics were, mm. I was just like, oh, my God. But I feel okay. like, yeah, people hear it and go like, oh, you know, it's oh, it's kind of... It's a sweet song. It's like, you know, every breath you take, I'll be watching you. It's like, no, he means that literally. Like, I'm yes. going to be standing there hiding in, like, in the bushes outside your house. So, I, I reckon... I think in line with Adam's misstep so far... What's a romantic song? Well, I am watching her. Yeah. But in a nice way. So, you know, that'll come across. I guess, well, now, 20 years ago, you still would have had maybe some access to the internet, but maybe not all the lyric sites were up like they are now. What do we think? We're talking 1998. 
Yeah, I reckon there's a very good chance that he didn't. Also, he's 14. Yeah, like, he's 14. He wouldn't have thought about using the internet for that. Mm. So, there's actually a really good Motley Crue song. We've solved Crue it. Song. That's what he That's yeah. what he used. That was yes. his, that was his yeah. song. <laughs> there's also a, a Motley Crue song that, like, um, a lot of, the, like, John Bon Jovi went to there because they had the same management. Yeah. Their manager. That is a fucking incredible love song. And it's like, you do realise it's about killing a woman. Like Interesting. Yeah, I can't remember what song it is. It's a great song. Listeners, like, if you know the name of that song, uh, please... Do we have I, an email address? I should know. I was a huge Motley, Motley Crue fan like 15 years ago. Do we have an email address or like socials or whatever? We will eventually. Hey. Well, um, I'll, I'll, I'll put them in the show notes once we've... Um, yeah, by the time this comes out, there'll be a way for you to contact yeah, us. Yeah, and let us know. Yeah, let us know. And, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess we'll go into that towards the end. Yeah, as I well. suppose There's so. Some, some other things that we, Absolutely, that, that yeah. we can uh, get sent. Well, let's, so, let's continue the story. Let's Matt's continue. Uh, ill-fated romance. Yes. It was fun being her secret admirer, but I never got to see the magnet on the fridge or hear her play the CD. Then, one day, I was walking home from school when I saw a police car outside Tom's oh house. Oh boy, here we go. Some weirdo has been stalking Kelly, Tom explained the next day. Feeling my face burning, I tried to stay calm. Oh boy. He's been sending her creepy stuff and saying he saw her at school, <laughs> Tom went on. She's scared, so mum told my uncle in the police and he came around. Oh god. Is he going to arrest someone? I asked. I don't know, Tom shrugged. Terrified, I immediately stopped sending the notes and presents. I didn't mean to upset anyone, I thought. It was all just a big mistake. Eventually, my crush on Kelly passed, and now 20 years on, I'm even friends with her and her husband, as well as still mates with Tom. If Kelly's school stalker ever comes up, I feel so embarrassed about my teenage stupidity. Still, she can never know it was me. Yeah, I think that's... So that, send your story into That's Live. <laughs> that's a tough one. I, well, yeah, putting aside the... I mean, it's... Probably the names have been changed. Yes, I would I would presume as much. Yes. And also, she's probably not reading That's Life because... She's not old enough. Yeah. I mean... F- and she's still only in her 30s. For a 33-year-old to have decided to send in a thing to That's Life, he's... I think he might have some... Mm. Some... Uh, or maybe it's just made up. <laughs> maybe it is. Maybe um, it is, which we I, will lean into. Assuming that it, it is real, I, I, I don't know. I think it's I think it's pretty difficult to be like, yeah. On the one hand, it'd be like, oh, hey, uh, you know, oh, funny story, like dumb things you do when you're a kid. But then if you think about it, it's like, hey, remember how you were like really afraid to the point that you called the police? Yeah, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh. That's so weird, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, good one. Good and one. St- and to stay friends as well and not ever bring it up. Fuck. Uh, yeah, man, I... It'd be weird. It'd be very weird. I, can't, I don't think I've got any stories like that. Like, I'm trying to think of, yeah, things where it's like, just, I mean, everyone does dumb shit when they're a kid. But like, the kind of, usually it's to the point where it's like, yeah, when you get old, it's like, oh man, when we were kids, I did this thing. It's like, ah, we were dumb. Yeah. I mean, I did some dumb shit, but that was like oh, when I was in primary I didn't school. fucking I stalk quite, anyone. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't in year eight. No, absolutely not. Yeah, no way. No way. There was some shit like... Silly crushes and things like exactly the same thing actually. Yep. My um, oh, I had plenty of high school crushes, but I yeah. never once my my best mate stalked them. My best mate's older sister was a few years older as well. Yep. I had a huge crush on her. Yep, but I gave her notes face to face when I was in like year five. I wasn't scared, mate. No. I wasn't scared. You just you, got you owned scared. up to it. You exactly. owned up to it. And then when she was like, "No," I was like, "Damn, okay, fair enough." 
fair enough. But then she also... And it uh, then develops a crippling fear of rejection that haunts you to this day. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it haunts every one of us, honestly. Yes, it does. It uh, does. It's hard to escape. Absolutely. So before we continue on with the stories... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, which I am enjoying. I just want to give out a little more information of, of what That's Life is. Okay. So in this... In this so issue, what, you could almost say, what's life? What is life? That's the name what's of the life? podcast. It is hey. the name of the podcast. What's life? Very good. So this is what it is. There is a hot or not section okay. in this issue. Are we, is it so, people? No, it's not. Okay, good, because that'd be gross. Yes, yes. So every episode, I will, I will bring one of these to the table. There are a few things in there. There's things like the whinge of the week. So this, so this is uh, things that are... According to, by the way, what, when, when is this issue from? So this issue is from, let me have a look. It is from, actually, <clears throat> from my birthday this year, September 27th. Well, so happy birthday for, I, I think I saw you on, around you. that time anyway. You so. did, you saw me on my birthday. Yeah, you so, did, you did. But happy birthday for then again. Thank you, um, sir. Thank so you. So, so what was hot and what was not? Hot or not. Approximately is. three months ago. Yes, so, that there's, so there's certain things. <clears throat> Pardon me. Also, what is hot or not in the minds of the people who edit That's exactly. Life magazine? So, actually, speaking of the editor, oh, I forgot to mention her at the start, who yes. we should thank. Yes. Her name is Linda Smith. All praise be to Linda All Smith. All pra- praise be to Linda Smith. So, Thank you is- for your tireless efforts. Yes, your tireless efforts. So, there's things like Maybe Winch one of the day we'll be friends with her. I would love to. We, we, we need to try and track Maybe her. Maybe we're now. generating interest in Let's her magazine. Let's stalk her. Let's stalk it. Let's send her little notes and like key rings and things. Yes, I like that idea. Ah, Until she calls the police and then never mention it again. (laughs) Um, Uh, Just in case you or anyone in law enforcement is listening, we're absolutely not going to stalk anyone. Yeah, we're absolutely not going to do that. We will, will, if we can, we will email Linda and we will sign it with our name. We're absolutely not going to do it. We're not going to do it. And I'm definitely not winking as I say this. And not nudging at all. (laughs) (laughs) So, for September 27, 2018... What is hot and what is not? I am so, all ears. What is hot? Lavender oil. A few drops sprayed directly onto our pillow, onto our pillowcases, has us falling into a deep slumber much quicker than usual. Mm, okay, so that feels very in line with like naturopathy kind of stuff, which yes. is not surprising. Having said that, I have you know diffusers for oils and like an oil burner. I f- and send yes. it, I fucking love all that shit. I have a diffuser as yeah, well. Yeah, and yes. I've been. Using my oil burner like crazy lately. Yep. Not a big fan of lavender style scents. I prefer fruity scents. Yes, I'm. I agree. I mm, agree. I found there's an amazing one from Dusk. I think it's like a tangerine and lime. And oh my oh, goodness, that sounds beautiful. It's the best. Yes. Um, oh god. Yes. But I, I'm look- maybe maybe we are the demographic. Hey, for maybe. This. <laughs> I mean, you do have a subscription to that slide. I do have a subscription. Um, I do. <laughs> I think. Uh, look, I don't necessarily. I don't know that I'd call it hot. Like putting lavender mm. oil on your pillow. It's like. Mate, I think that's been around a while. Yeah, I think so as well. Yeah, it's like, I, no, it's in right now. Right now, it's yeah. That, it's a weird choice. That's what I find it's strange. A very about weird it. choice. What is not hot? Mm. Hot or not in the not section? Umbrella jackets. Have you ever heard of these? Uh, when we get our socials going, I will post this picture. Well, it looks like someone has a giant condom. On them and like that hasn't been rolled down. Yeah, so their yeah. head is in the reservoir tip, and then the unrolled condom is like sitting on their shoulders to, like, to be an umbrella. Um, I mean, look, it's like a fucked poncho. I, yeah, I mean, just wear a fucking raincoat. Yeah, I know, right? I can see 
uh, how that would be useful, but it is definitely a case of function over form. Yes. Because it looks shit. And it looks like you could suffocate in that thing. It, it yeah. looks like I it. mean, I'm assuming there's a hole for the face. Yeah, I think it's got like a like kind of a brim on it. But it, it looks a lot like a giant dinger that it hasn't been rolled. Like unrolled. a giant dinger. Like it's... Dinger, by the way, for those of you not from Australia, yeah. is slang for condom. Or a Johnny. Uh, or a... Rubber. rubber. Oh, that's, I think that's a more yeah. international one. But yeah, yeah. rubber's probably a good it's one. Not, it's not a good look. No. So, I'll, I'll read the description. Please. Spruked as the ultimate in weather protection, the mm. $20 umbrella jacket claims to be a two-in-one answer to rainy days. Okay. I don't know where the two-in-one bit came from. Because it's a coat and an umbrella. But do you need both? Isn't the whole point if you have a coat, you don't need an umbrella and vice versa? Yeah. I also think... Um, the perennial issue with umbrellas is a good gust of wind can really yes. fuck them over. Yeah. Very so what is this going to like push you over if a good gust of wind gets under it? <laughs> or you just become, or is this going to fly off you your head? Become, yeah, yeah. Like you just. Well, I guess I was going to say you just become Mary Poppins, but she has an umbrella as well. So yeah, it's kind of the same thing. But. Man, look, I, I I can understand the, th- the I guess the thought process behind like developing something like that, but I think overall like. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I reckon, yeah, I reckon, I I reckon we're doing all right already. Yeah, a rain, a raincoat, a I, poncho. Comparatively, I quite like you know the hats that have umbrellas, like they're a little strap oh, around yeah. your head. Yeah, yeah. It's just an umbrella that you don't have to, which is the same kind of thing. It's just an umbrella you don't have to hold. Yeah, but I think that makes more sense. Than, I think it does than this too. weird poncho yeah. thing. So that, and then the, the last sentence here is, but we think you'll end up with wet legs. It's like generally, if you have an umbrella, you end up with wet legs anyway. Even a raincoat doesn't go mm. all the way to your feet. Yeah, it's just that generally, like, you know, rain comes from above, your legs are under you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if it's windy, you're fucked, but, like... Yep, you're fucked anyway. It, so, that's uh, yeah, the hot or not section. Look, I don't disagree with either of their... In terms of, like, one of the things they've said is good, one they've said isn't so good. I think, basically, they're right... Yeah, basically. Weird yeah. choices for both. I think so too. Yeah. And I feel I do feel like we're learning a lot about the demographic based on that alone. Definitely. I I honestly think this is for people who Mummy bloggers. Yeah. Mummy bloggers who don't know how to use the internet. Yes, yes. <laughs> so they so they write it write it on a note and send it to that slife. Mm. And that's how they get published. Not not through their it's own. People blogs. probably like my dad can use the internet, but he still keeps all his like paper records of everything. And he doesn't trust electronic records. Yeah. So it seems like that kind of person, because he, he's always like, Oh, but what if you can't get access? It's like, you know, if I can't get access to like my bank records via my internet banking, I got bigger problems, like the yeah. fact that all my money's gone. Yeah, exactly. Yep. It's like, yep. oh, I got it on paper. It's like, yeah. And if your house burns down, you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's more secure to have it. Like, I, I, I store everything in the cloud, and maybe that's like prone to attack. But like, okay, if you want to see like all my receipts for my tax returns and stuff, go for go it. Go for it. You yeah. can log into my cloud. I don't keep. It's not like I put fucking nudes on my, in on my cloud. I'm a dude. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. I delete my nudes once I've sent them. Yeah. <laughs> Because I don't want people going through my phone. Yep, very fair. Very fair. I don't blame you one little bit there. No. <laughs> safety first. Yes, safety first, guys. Remember Just like that. wearing a condom poncho. <laughs> safety first, guys. Yes, safety first. Alrighty. Let's move on to our big story for the week. Oh, a big one. Here we go. Okay. So, this one is entitled, 26-year fight for justice. Mm-hmm. I solved my best friend's murder. Cool. The little tagline is, when her friend was brutally murdered... Not cool. Sheila Wisok Wisaki, mm-hmm. 55, never gave up trying to find who did it. Now, I want you to remember that never gave up bit, because that's going to be important in the story. Is she going to just give up partway through? 
Oh, she, we will say. <laughs> it feels we like say. it feels like you've really flagged that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like that just feels like the logical. But anyway, please, all right. Yeah. Okay. Tell me more about Sheila's battle with for justice. Yes. So she's a regular Batman over yeah, here. She is. She is cruising up and down the street. My best friend Angie and <laughs> Sounds I. Sounds like a song. Cruising up and down the street. <laughs> my best friend Angie and I. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my best friend Angie and I laughed heartily. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it laughing's fake. Laughing's fine, but if you really want to show that you're having a good time, laugh heartily. Yes. You just <laughs> put, your, put your diaphragm in. Yeah, really, really get really in there. Get it, yeah, do yeah. breathing exercises. Yeah. <laughs> just weird. All right. What are you fellas doing tonight? She winked while I dissolved into giggles. It was our weekly ritual. Driving through the main street to meet cute boys. Angela Samota and I had met on our first day of university in 1982 when we were roommates. And now we were more like sisters. Gorgeous, smart and friendly. She's what I described as a triple threat. I'm sure nothing bad will happen to her. Exactly. <laughs> Just that, I mean, they're flagging it themselves right there. Then one weekend in 1984, I went home with, well, I went home while Angie stayed on campus. On the Saturday morning, my friend Barbara called. Sheila, Angie, she gasped between sobs. Something happened. Is she all right? Did she have a car accident? I panicked. But my questions only made her cry harder. After a long pause, I whispered, Something awful. Is she dead? Barbara let out a howl, and I knew then that my beautiful bestie was gone. Oof. Angie was just 20. That's rough. It's extremely rough. Mm. As I screamed in despair, my mum rushed into the room and held me. I learnt that Angie had gone to a club the night before with two other friends, Anita Kadala and Russell Buchanan. Do we need the full names? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But just feels, it feels printed. like a weird detail. Yes, I'm. I'm. I'm reading it as it's as it's written. Yeah. So, no, 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 I know. I know. I'm not faulting you. Yeah. It's, yes. Anyway, um, around one a.m., she'd swung by her boyfriend's to say good night, then headed home. He'd received an odd phone call from Angie not long after. Talk to me, she said before the line disconnected. Going round to check on her, he discovered her body covered in blood. Ange had, be, had been brutally raped and stabbed 18 oh. times. No, I have no jokes insane, about that. Insane, wasn't it? That, that's just insane. Yes, that's horrific. I was so scared after her murder, I slept on my mum's bedroom floor. With no arrests made, her killer was still on the loose. Everywhere I went, I'd scour the room wondering if he was there. Although, this is what, like mid-80s, yeah? Yes, this yep. is yeah, about 84, yeah. Although there was one, although there was one suspect, Russell, who'd been with Angie that night, the one they gave the full name of earlier. Yes. Yep. Okay. Detectives believed he'd attacked Angie after she refused his advances. I believed it too. Wow. Okay. An officer working on the case convinced me to have dinner with Russell to see if his story matched up. Sitting in the yeah, restaurant. Come, hang on. Hang on. Yeah, this sounds like mid-eighties detectives. Yeah, I was gonna, hang on. So, so this police officer is like, we're suspicious about this guy Russell. We think he may have. Brutally raped and murdered your friend. Hey, you should go have dinner with him. Yes, this, this sounds like eighties detectives, Look at, doesn't it? Oh, it doesn't sound like the best idea. Yeah, no, it does not. It does not. So, sitting in the restaurant, I was quivering with nerves. I'm having dinner with a murderer. Mm. I thought. Mm. As I casually brought up what he was doing the night Angie died, his face twisted with sadness. 
it wasn't me, he pleaded. Russell's story and an alibi added up, so police couldn't charge him. Then they told me he fled to London to, a, to attend graduate school. He's guilty I mean, as sin, I thought. If he went to attend graduate, is it really fleeing or I is it just it's, going yeah, to graduate say he school? He was fleeing to graduate school. Like, it does seem like. It. Look, and hey, if he did it, like, you know, it's fucked or whatever but like it's i don't know that he's oh, he fled to go to, to go to school it's like well yeah. no he just he went, just to, go went to, to go to school yep and he wasn't going to let something that he didn't do catch up with him like I, why should he yeah hey yeah that's a certainly plausible yeah so but we'll see we'll mm. see what happens he's guilty as sin i thought back then the technology wasn't available to test dna so the case quickly went cold in time i married charles and we had two sons charlie and christopher but Angie was never far from my thoughts. Before I knew it, 20 years has, had passed. Okay, hang on. So so that's where... So she ne- never gave up. She never gave up, but, but then she for, just didn't do like anything for 20 think, years. I mean, to be fair, like I suppose in her defence, um, what can she do? Yes. But it does yes. seem weird to say, like, I guess like she never let it go. Like she always suspected him, but... I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I get what you mean. Yeah. It is sort of, it's odd. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, then one day in 2004, I was in my bedroom when I saw her. So, this is 20 years later. Okay, saw who? Angela. When she smiled at me, a chill ran down my spine. I knew I had to do something. Is this a ghost? Is that what she's suggesting? I think that's what she's suggesting. Okay. she saw Angela's ghost. All right, well, she didn't, so, you know. Immediately, I called the police. My friend was murdered in 1984, and I want to know what is being done to solve it, I said with conviction. I'm sure the police love that. I'm afraid the files for this case were destroyed by floods, the officer replied. For the next few years, I regularly phoned the police station and pestered them. Oh, boy. Without an officer on the case, I felt powerless. Some cases just aren't meant to be solved, one detective said. Well, this one's going to be... Not a great thing to tell someone whose friend was raped and murdered. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, this one's going to be, I thought, determined. I decided I needed to become my own detective. Being dyslexic, I had my 13-year-old son read to me as I studied to become a private investigator. The dyslexic detective. That is for sure like a TV show. That's a a pilot That's going to be the name of this episode. Dyslexic Detective. The Dyslexic Detective. Yeah, yeah, that's the name of this episode for sure. Also, yeah, uh, I'm enjoying the undercurrent of... uh, you know what? You know. You know what? This story is saying to me. It's like more people should take justice into their own hands. Yeah, I know. Right? Vigilante, Vigilante justice, justice is sometimes the only justice <laughs> know, available right? to you. I know, especially when you get told some cases just aren't meant to be solved. I mean, at least if she's like starting to be a PI, like it's not just like she's actually like doing it in a sensible way, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. So I, I guess it's not so vigilante. No, but a little bit though. Yeah. Passing the exam, I walked into the police station again. This time with my PI credentials. I don't think police officers like private investigators. No. I feel like, and full disclosure, I, this is only from what I know from television, but yes. I feel like uh, private private eyes are like, yeah, because obviously they're, they're the private version of a public police force, but like a lot of them are like, they're either ex-cops who can't be cops anymore for whatever reason. Yes. But I do feel like, you know. <laughs> or they're really good at stalking. Yeah, it's Maybe that's legal, what Adam legal is stalking. Maybe that's um, what Adam is now. But it, it, I do get the feeling that it's like, you know, because it is just... Uh, People basically saying, well, I don't think the cops can do their job, so we're going to pay someone else to do it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's strange, isn't it? it it's 
I, I just I don't think walking in with like I got my PI license now, so you have to listen to me. They're going to be like, oh well, in that case, yes, here's all of our files that we still have left. Yeah. Member of the public, despite having some <laughs> bullshit qualification. I know, right? <laughs> so, taking me seriously in 2008, after four years and 750 phone calls. Oh, good. Lo- so hang on, hang on. That's close to one every two days. Oh, one every four days. Over four years. Yeah, so that's about... So, no, so four years. It's about... Oh, yeah. No, it is. Yeah. It's actually... It's like one yeah, every two it days. Is. It's one yeah, every it's two days. That. It is. You're right. Oh, Christ. Yeah, that's a lot of phone yeah, calls. Yeah, that is a lot of phone calls. Wow. <laughs> Thank, uh, and if everyone listening, yes, we did just spend several seconds doing yeah, maths doing for no reason. For no reason, yeah. <laughs> so, Detective Riveting. Linda Crumb is on the case. Linda Crumb. Linda Crumb. Fuck, what a... That is a great that's name. A, Detective Linda Crumb. Detective Linda Crumb, the... Uh, She's the by-the-book uh, like cop friend of the dyslexic detective yes. who begrudgingly helps her out while she's off on her fucking vigilante missions. Yeah. And yeah, the exasperated, you know, beleaguered uh, Linda Crumb is yeah. like, oh, look, I can, I'll, I'll show you the file, but don't tell anyone. Yeah. Like, she's just, oh, love it. Love it. So good, isn't it? All right. So finally, she tested the DNA in the semen blood and fingernail samples found at the crime scene. So wait, didn't everything get destroyed in a flood? Apparently. Well, the files were. I'm not sure if the... If uh, the yeah, I, admittedly, admittedly, I don't know how any of that stuff stored in Me a PlayStation. No, so. no. Fair enough. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll let him have that. Yeah, I'll, I'll give him that one. <laughs> I'll give it to yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah. About a year later, Linda called me. We've got him, she said. My heart was in my throat as I listened to the name of Angie's killer. Was it old mate? Donald Bess. So it wasn't him. So he didn't flee to graduate school. He, he just went to graduate school. Who? I asked, stunned. I'd spent two, de- two decades believing it was Russell. Russell, that's it. Bess was a serial old mate rapist. Grad school. Yeah, old mate grad school. Yeah. <laughs> Bess was a serial rapist who was out on parole when he attacked Angie. Mm. Police believed he knocked on the door begging to use the bathroom. Hang on. So there was a serial rapist out on parole in the area... When a rape and murder occurred, and they didn't think to—I mean, it, it up. doesn't say whether he was a suspect at the time. No, but it does. F- if he wasn't, that feels like a bit of a glaring oversight. Yes, I think so too. I mean, I'm not suggesting that the police did a bad job. I'm just saying, like, maybe lift your game, guys. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe think a little. Um, even in, I was going to say outside the box, but think inside. Mm. The box. Think about who is out on parole and who fits this mo. It's pretty simple, I think. Mm. So, uh, because Angie was kind, she let him in. But realising her mistake, she'd called her boyfriend. In June 2010, Donald Andrew Bess, 62, appeared at the Dallas County District Court and pleaded not guilty to murder. Facing him, I could almost taste the evil in the air. The jury found Bess guilty. He received the death penalty and is on Holy death Holy shit. Row. Yep. America. After the trial, I met with Russell, who is now a successful architect. Good for him, because he went to grad school. I nearly said artifact. Yeah, because he did go to grad school. He didn't flee. He went to become a successful architect. Good for him. I'm glad his life worked out. I'm happy for him. After these false accusations. Yeah. I mean, they never seem to go anywhere. Yeah. 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 I felt awful for believing an innocent man was the killer. Mm. I want to ask you for forgiveness, I told him. For what? He asked. If If you didn't persist... I'd have this dark cloud hanging over my head forever. True. Thank you. 
10 years on, I still work as a private investigator and I've solved missing person, rape and murder cases. It is so rewarding knowing I can help other families. Why didn't you just become an actual cop? I don't know. That's what I'm curious about. It is so rewarding knowing I can help other families who are feeling what I did for Angie. The end. So that's as told by April Glover. So I'm a bit confused by the as told by April Glover because I thought it was supposed to be Sheila and then just typed it out. Oh, no, it's as told, it to as told to April Glover. Oh, as told to. So as in April oh, Glover right. must have spoken to this Sheila yeah, and, and, and written the story. And the story down. Yeah. That must have been what it is. Yeah. But yeah, it's that that's a weird one, isn't it? I just it's it's more in the way that it's written that I'm fascinated Fuck. by. That's Donald Best. Yeah, he's uh Look, I don't mean to suggest, you know, judge a book by its cover or whatever, but we do know he's a serial rapist and the caption says serial rapist Donald Best. And all I'll say is like to look at that that face, I go like if you were like that's a serial rapist, I'd be like, Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And this is Mr. Buchanan here. Looks uh, like a, like, look, yeah. looks like a nice young man. Look, but he's a thing. successful architect. Same thing, can't judge a book by its cover. Absolutely not. He could have been, you never know. But knowing that that guy is a serial rapist, it's like, oh yeah, I, I believe that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, happy ending. Happy ending? Look, yeah. Which is all that matters. Absolutely. I uh, don't want to make yeah, too many jokes about over a rape and a murder. But yes, like, yeah. Uh, but this is, I, I decided to, to read this one out as well, because it does give you a good idea of how it's kind of, how it's written and well, I think it's very the, sensationalist as well. Like, I never stopped looking. It's, it's like, very... Yeah, you've, you, you didn't do anything for 20 years. It's an interesting juxtaposition to take a magazine that on one page goes, lavender oil, good shit. Yeah. Uh, dumb raincoats, no, no good. good. Hey, here's a story about how a rape and a murder. Yes, yes. So uh, it's twists and turns all over. It and is. I also love that it's uh, you know everything is like a headline with like you know that's something. This is that's determination. Yes, that's adorable. This is, uh, there's pictures of babies. Yeah, there's yeah, there's a lot of stuff, a lot there's, of stuff uh, going on. Yeah, look, there's uh, there's it's it's, it's 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 really interesting. And before we go, I did forgot forget to mention this, which mm-hmm. I should have at the start, which I'm obsessed with. But I think I mentioned to you before. Go on. So they also have a um, family friends laughs page where you send in pictures um, of of you and your family or you meeting somebody. There's a pretty good one. Meeting singer Guy Sebastian after his concert was the best night of my life. Not a very flattering picture of her there, is it? Look, it isn't. I mean, I don't think I'd, I'd want that photo printed in a magazine. Yeah, but according to this, they get they pay fifty bucks for the photos. So it's, it's hard to complain. We should stage some photos. We should, we should, and see if we can get them printed and just have like a little. I'm trying to think something really, really that shouldn't be printed in a magazine, like off in a corner somewhere. We do a bit of a Nathan Fielder posting on Instagram with the reflections of gay porn and stuff in it. <laughs> You've got to do something like that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So and then lots I ju- of ideas. I, also really I really hope the editor picture. doesn't find out about this podcast because it's going to ruin all these ideas. It will. It will. But we'll be. We're going to have to use we'll pseudonyms right. and stuff. We will. Don't worry. Don't worry. Um, this this picture. So I'm going to. Po- I will post these on the socials. Except once we, do they? Once we start, my concern is they might like they pay for stories. They might send a check to the name you've given for the story. Yeah, that's true. Which we could not bank if we are not yeah. that person. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Hopefully, I just make it out to cash. Mm. That'll be all right. <laughs> but this, I think this is my favorite photo. 
It was a fun day out at Australia Zoo for my kids Tyrone, Jed, and Nakara. Mm-hmm. So Australia Zoo is obviously uh, Steve Irwin's mm-hmm. zoo, so run by the late great Steve Irwin, but run, run by the Irwins. Yep. The photo they've decided to send in is not of them with an animal. Mm-hmm. It's them with a picture of Bindi Irwin with a wombat. So they didn't even pose for a photo with an animal. They posed for a photo with a photo of Bindi Irwin. I do feel like we are learning a lot about the people who read this magazine. Yes. Also, is this... Yeah, do you want to read that one out? Absolutely, I do. Yes. When I was pregnant, I would have dreams where I was flying on the back of an eagle, soaring over mountains and treetops. Looking into these dreams, I discovered eagles symbolised spirituality, strength and wisdom. These were all things I wanted my son to have. So we named him Eagle. (laughs) I love that one. (laughs) What's in a name? Eagle. Eagle. (laughs) He likes to fucking eat rats and shit on people. It's a, so this is the kind of thing we're dealing with here, Luke. Eagle. I don't hate that as a name. Well, my my uh, my mum's maiden name was Eagle. Yeah, as a surname, that's yeah, fine. A surname, a I first think name. It's first an interesting name, choice. Yeah, that's a weird one. Yeah. So his his last, I believe his last name is Bradley. Eagle Bradley. Because just swap just it. Swap Brad Eagle's Brad a fo- Eagle's perfectly that's normal a, that's name. Actually, pretty good. Brad Eagle. Brad Eagle. Brad Eagle's definitely mates Bradley with the dyslexic Eagle. detective. Yeah, the dyslexic he's another detective he's another supporting sure. character. Another supporting character. <laughs> That's what this episode's going to be called, the dyslexic detective. We've, we've, of it. we've done it. We've done it. <laughs> well, uh, look, what a what an insight, Paul. Do you do you think that we've discovered what's life, or does our journey need to continue? I think our journey definitely needs to continue. All right, and I think in future, not not to say that we don't have the right. You know the right look at it, but we might get, we might some, get some people, people into to, uh, to help us work. I mean, you out. can only hear me make fun of people's names so many times before yeah. it just is the same thing. Yeah, maybe maybe we need the uh, private investigator, the dyslexic, dyslexic detective, mm. on this to give us. Well, as long as she doesn't help. have to read it, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, we'll read it to her. That's what yeah, I'm here for. Exactly, that's fine. That's she can I'm take my for. role. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, well, look, uh, this has been fun. Let's it do it again. Been. So let's let's just quickly thank. Once again, Linda Smith, the editor of That's Life. We really appreciate it. All thanks and praise be to the powerful and mighty yes. Linda Smith. So that is that is a issue 27th of September 2018. Done and dusted. Done and dusted. And as you said earlier, I have a subscription, so we'll be going through every, oh, baby. every damn one. Oh, baby. Every damn issue. I'm looking forward to it. Yes. And it's only up from here, my friend. Uh. Only up from here. You know, in a lot of ways, you want it to be downhill, but now nah, content, we want... Up and up. Yep. Up, up and, and up. up. Up and up. Always looking forward. Always smashing it. Yes. <laughs> Good stuff, dude. All right. All right. Um, well, what's life? We don't know yet, don't but know. we will continue to we hope that you'll, dig uh, a little deeper. You'll continue. You'll join us on our journey to find Please out. Please do. And as we said, we'll be bringing some other people on. Yep. Um, I'll put in the show notes once we have an yes, email it. address or social Socials stuff like and, that. Yep. You can send us. If, if you guys find some stories that aren't in That's Life, more than happy to read those out as well. Oh, yeah. Send, as, us, send us your own... Uh, Cooked stories, yeah. If, and if you've got some some ideas, of and then we'll submit that them to that's to life on your behalf, in. and we'll keep the money. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> just do it yourself. Otherwise, yeah. oh, if you do send in a fake story uh, and it it gets in the magazine, please, yeah, please tell please us, and we'll yeah, yeah, keep yeah, us yeah, yeah, for sure. We'd love um, that. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah, good stuff, guys. Yeah. Uh, we'll uh, yeah, we'll have, have a look in the show notes for for all that social stuff that we'll start setting up, and yeah. Fuck yeah. We'll catch you guys soon. It's happening. Yeah. What's life? We'll find (laughs) out. Sick. See you guys. Bye.